Welcome to a Record Roulette bonus episode. My name is Eamon O'Flynn. I'm joined by Nathan Smith and Sonia Walton. In our last episode, we were talking about Daft Punk's final album, Random Access Memories. Right before that album, they were responsible for, for putting together the soundtrack to Tron Legacy, which is incredible. <laughs> it's one of my favorites, and it made me wonder, what's your favorite soundtrack, Nathan? My favorite soundtrack uh, of all time is the Dave Chappelle uh, block party soundtrack. And the reason, like, I think the soundtrack is great, but for me, the the thing that really elevates it above other soundtracks, and there are a lot of great soundtracks to choose from, but it's what that soundtrack opened the door to, where prior to that, I was not really at all into hip hop or rap music. I was familiar with it, obviously, but I didn't like it because it, it felt very like overproduced and plastic, but I was into a lot of uh, like really early blues music, like acoustic blues from like the twenties and thirties and like the Mississippi Delta stuff. And I, I, re- I always sort of thought that, well, why isn't like rap seems to be sort of, or hip hop seems to be born from the same kind of struggle. Like why does it not sound as raw and gritty as, as that? And I thought, okay, well they've, you know, grown up and they're rich and they're kind of just overproducing everything. And it's never connected with me. When I saw block party, that was the first time I've seen hip hop sort of done in a way that felt organic and raw and it wasn't slickly produced and they're singing live and their voices are cracking. Sometimes there's all sorts of sort of ad libs on stage and almost backup vocals and and the roots were the live band. And it was just, it was visceral. It, It felt almost like punk, like not the same musical style, but the same kind of energy. And I was just completely blown away. And then to see, the people that were in that crowd and how much they were connecting with it. Like you just, I'm like, Oh, like so most deaf he's, I got to check out most deaf. I got to check out Talib Kweli. I've got to check out the Fugees who again on albums sounded very slick. Like there was elements there that I appreciated, but not to the degree that I did in, in the movie and on the soundtrack, uh, dead Prez, even Kanye West. Like I wasn't really a big Kanye fan, but when I saw him do Jesus walks with the, uh, the high school band kind of marching down, playing the, the boom, 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 boom. And it was like, he's going for it. And he's, he just sounds very, very energetic, very raw. Mm-hmm. That, that was sort of opened a, a gateway to a whole other exploration of, of hip hop music that I, I still enjoy now quite a bit. And I think actually in a lot of respects, um, present day hip hop is, is sort of more imaginative and more creative than a lot of, you know, guitar, drum and bass kinds of, of groups. And uh, had it not been for that movie, I'm not sure I ever would have discovered it. And if I did, it certainly would have come much later. So I, I really enjoy the soundtrack, but I'm especially grateful for what it allowed me to discover as a result. All right, Sonia. Uh, mine is not as deep as that. Um, uh, <laughs> that was deep. Well, yeah, right. you, was you lowered our expectations. Okay. <laughs> the, um, pool, the pool is about two feet deep over here. But I, but I think um, like Nathan, you know, it's the... Uh, the, the connection to the, the actual film that sort of makes the soundtrack so special and sort of recalls uh, special moments for you or whatever. Um, so I chose uh, at the, the, the soundtrack to High Fidelity, the film with John Cusack, a horny man who, <laughs> who is sad about his, his relationships that have gone nowhere. You didn't um, write the back of the movie box, did you? <laughs> I, a horny I man, John Cusack, who is sad about his In fact, I did. That's that's my next uh, that's my next venture. Um, but it introduced me to a lot of new songs 
um, from artists I hadn't heard of, but also new songs from artists I thought I knew really well and kind of led me on a record roulette-ish kind of exploration of, of other albums and things like that. Like, um, like Bill Callahan is one of my absolute faves now. Uh, for example, people, people who know me know that I love him and, uh, that's fine. And, uh, Stevie Wonder's on this and the only miss is there's, a. Uh, the, I think the Royal Trucks or something, or yes, there, there's like there's a, a band in the in the movie, and they they make a song, and it's really really terrible. I think Nathan called it quote a skid mark on the album. I think that I might have used that. Yeah, in a weaker moment. Anyway, High Fidelity, the original movie soundtrack. There's also a television show now, which also has a really great soundtrack, but but for my money, it's the the movie one. All right. And uh, I'm going to give a couple of honorable mentions just uh, quickly. Dazed and Confused. Oh, fantastic, God, so good. Fantastic soundtrack. Yeah. Um, may surprise you, but The Water Boy, incredible mm. soundtrack. What's some it's, of the, uh, what are some of the selections it's a, in that? It's all like CCR and stuff. It's oh, like okay. Born on the Bayou. Oh, yeah, and like yeah. it's, just, it's, it's just a lot of, it's just a fantastic. Um, but I, remember I listened to that a lot when I was, <laughs> when I was younger, because I just happened to have it for some reason. Like, I, I can't remember why Alongside we had Alongside Jeff but, Punk's. Random access. Was this yes. a Columbia House mistake? Like <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, and then uh, last of the Mohicans, but I feel like that's more maybe more of a score than a mm -hmm. soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's a there's a, a fine line there, but it's just incredible. You can also find there's some really great performances on YouTube of people like playing that with just a guitar by themselves mm -hmm. and stuff. Just incredible stuff. Uh, but my pick is the one I already mentioned in this episode, which is the Tron Legacy soundtrack. And the reason why is if you were to make a Tron movie, who better to pick to do the soundtrack than Daft Punk? People who have for a, a, at that point, a decade and a half, two decades had been pretending to be robots. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it was such a perfect thing. But the what makes it amazing to me is they're working with an orchestra and they're working with a composer and they they kind of mashed up their style with this kind of more classical style or this more like movie soundtrack movie score kind of style and mm -hmm. it it just works like i don't even know how to explain it more than just saying like it it does probably a better job of telling the story of the movie than the movie does of telling the story of the movie you can get almost as much i mean the the, the movie itself is not a great it's a visual spectacle, but it's not the greatest movie of all time. Mm -hmm. But the soundtrack delivers almost as much emotional punch as the as the actual movie. And it's just incredible to listen to. So highly recommend it to everyone. Do you have a favorite soundtrack? Tell us all about it on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook at RR Music Pod. Oh, and don't forget to listen to all of their episodes. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, or listen at recordroulettepodcast.com. Music in this episode is from Lemon Music Studio. Thanks for tuning in to Record Roulette. Until the next spin, goodbye.